Hey there, party people. Did you know that Encounter Party is now an official Dungeons & Dragons television show? You can find our second campaign on the Dungeons & Dragons Adventures channel, available now on Plex and Freebie. We have new episodes every Tuesday night at 9pm, and the show is available on demand next day on Plex. For links and to learn more, head on over to our website at EncounterParty.com. Now, please enjoy this episode of Campaign 1 of Encounter Party. Warning, this episode features very strong language and depictions of graphic violence. Listener discretion is advised. One sunny afternoon in Ravnica... A street festival livens one particular neighborhood along the Tin Street. The sights, sounds, and street vendors bring some much-needed entertainment to counter the daily grind. For one small boy, the excitement is just too much. He wrenches away from his father's side and runs up to a balloon vendor clad in red and black. The vendor smiles insidiously as he hands the boy a balloon string at the end of a long claw. As the boy stares up at his new prize, the vendor pulls a long black needle from under his skin and smiles even more devilishly as he stabs the boy's new treasure. But instead of the balloon popping, the vendor himself erupts in a shower of confetti, dousing the now horrified boy in a shower of black and red fabric. Happy Fool's Day. Quiet night over the city of Ravnica. At the end of a rather boring day, nothing too exciting happened. No Rakdos accidentally mutilated themselves. No Izzet exploded in an uncontrolled experiment. Everyone has laid down for a restful night of sleep. The temperature outside is perfect. No wind. The crickets are quiet. And five familiar, unknown heroes rest easily in their beds. Would you all please make a perception check? God damn it. Dirty 20. 11. 25. 14. 11. Somewhere in a Boros garrison, deep within a Simic Zonnet, and high in a luxury apartment down in District 1. Saloran Trent, Perix, and Fikara Ordrun are awoken by a knife in the ribs. You will each take four piercing damage, while somewhere deep in the Undercity and high over near the region of Nivix, Xenia and Lorzach are woken by an assailant on top of them. Roll initiative. Uh, your initiatives actually don't matter because they all rolled a natural one. So you guys get to go first no matter what. Awesome. 
Xenia and Lorzach manage to kick their assassin off the top of them, while the rest of you are locked in a deadly struggle. Saloran. Saloran yells, Brevin, red alert. Can a paladin smite with a pillow? <laughs> a pillow does not count as a melee weapon. Had to ask. Oh, yeah. Oh, I haven't used this all season. <laughs> so Lauren locks eyes with his assailant and says, Submit. Casting command. Would they make a wisdom saving throw? An eight. The DC is 17. They fail. How do they submit? The assailant rolls off the bed, takes a knee, and offers their neck, as if allowing Saloran to strike them down. Lorzach. An animalistic snarl escapes Lorzach's throat, surprised and furious that anyone could traipse past his defenses. He summons a flaming blade in an empty hand and brings it slashing across this assailant's neck. For a 26 to hit. Will hit. And they will take 13 fire damage. Perix. Perix, having just taken a dagger in the ribs, puts his hands up and on either side of the head of his assailant and tolls the dead directly into their mind. Would they please make a wisdom saving throw? Natural one. That's useful for me. The assailant will take eight points of necrotic damage. Fikara or Drew. The only thing keeping Fikara from screaming out in pain is her training as a master sergeant. But she quickly grabs the warhammer that is underneath her pillow. Yes, underneath her pillow. And strikes at the assailant. For a 20? Yes. That'll be 10 bludgeoning damage. Xenia. Xenia wants to make sure that she's not sleepwalking and just simply kicking her bedclothes around the room, and so she casts Frank to see who she's dealing with. There is a dark cloaked figure in a hood and a facial wrapping. Very ninja-esque with a dirk in their hand. She then takes that opportunity to move into the far corner of her room and stand on the chair. Um, you are, you will have to beat an opposing strength check to get off of the bed. Okay. Can she roll on Tides of Chaos to do that again? Absolutely. <laughs> Welcome to the bonus episode. For an 11? Xenia, roll a d100. Welcome to the party, pal. 97. You are surrounded by faint, ethereal music for the next minute. <gasps> so as you dance around this assassin in the dark, you just hear this... <laughs> as you fight for your life in the darkness with only Frank to assist you. <laughs> so, Lauren, your mental slave is going to attempt to break away from it. What is your DC save? 17. A 15 will not get there. He remains. They remain. Incapacitated. Lorzach, 
your enemy will take a sidestep and lunge at you straight with the dirk. And he will also make a constitution saving throw. A natural one. And they will take five necrotic damage. Surprised that you were awake to begin with, the assassin leaps off, takes a sidestep, lunges forward, but before the dirk can pierce your neck, you are confident the spores will stop him and they choke under their mask and fall dead to the floor in front of you. Perix, after exposing them to thoughts of death, you realize that is not a concern for them this night, and they lunge at you and strike with a 14 to hit. Yeah, that'll hit. Uh, no. Perix casts shield and is like, fuck you. (laughs) (laughs) Fikara. Yes. Curse yourself as you are not sleeping in full armor. As the enemy takes the hit and does a spin move, stabbing with the dirk. We'll also roll a 14. You get hit. You get stabbed. For three piercing damage. Xenia. Xenia points a finger at the assailant and casts True Strike to have a brief insight into my target's defenses. Um, They seem very agile, but are wearing nothing but cloth and have brought nothing but a dirk, which is a long dagger with them. As a bonus action, I wake up Antonio. Beep boop up. Siloran, your turn. As High Ministrant, I have a staff that works for me. How long would you say it would take for them to respond to calling out for Brevin and saying it was Red Alert? I mean, Brevin can move at best 25 feet per six seconds. Great. Cool. Just wanted to track that. I think you're cursed by the size of your luxury apartment. That's fair. But Salorn, thinking quickly, grabs the magical rope that's at his bedside table. Don't think about it. He throws it at the assailant and says, Bind. I thought about it. I did too. I can't stop. <laughs> hey man, the Orzov have pleasure places too. Watching him clock that in rich order is very fun. Uh, Lorzatch, your enemy is dead. Perix. Uh, Perix really hates this motherfucker um, and thinks this guy deserves to be shocked. And out of his hand, this whip of lightning emerges and wraps itself around his middle, casting lightning lure for a strength saving throw, please. An 18. It saves, and uh, exactly nothing happens with this lure of lightning. Vicara. Vicara will reach underneath her bed and grab her other Warhammer. <laughs> <laughs> hey, the Boros have their pleasure places too. <laughs> <laughs> and she will. <laughs> she will strike with both of her Warhammers. Oh. <laughs> uh, that's going to be a. 27 and a 26. Yes, both hit. 14 bludgeoning altogether. One strike clocks the assailant in the face, spinning them around, while a second uppercut shatters their neck as they do a full backflip and land dead at the feet in front of you. Xenia. Xenia is not in the mood. She's having a great dream. So she loses her temper and casts a red hot firebolt at the intruder. For a net 20. Hello. Yes. It's a very small cell you're in. <laughs> yeah, she's so broke. 
She already spent that purse from Nivnism <laughs> for sure. It's something shiny. <laughs> yeah. Uh, for 12 points of fire damage. You should roll one more uh, d10 for a crit hit. <laughs> I guess I should, shouldn't I? Thank you. That's a total of 19 points of fire damage. With a quick hop, skip, and a jump, you unload fire that explodes the front of your assailant, and they cough, and then fall to their knees, and then fall face forward, dead in front of you. Saloran, your opponent is going to attempt to get the fuck out of whatever you've done. Hmm? Nope, I don't think that's going to do it. Perix, you will get attacked as your inefficiency is giving them time. A 16 to hit. Perix will let it through. You will take three piercing damage. Yeah. Didn't feel like a waste of a shield any guess. Saloran, your turn is up. Saloran growls. I can't believe I've gotten this soft. Well, you'll help me fix that. He will channel divinity for conquering presence. Will they make a wisdom saving throw, please? What are you attempting to do? Make them frightened. You quickly realize you cannot instill that status effect upon this person. Um, seeing that he cannot inspire fear in them now, he says, that's all right. One way or another, you will learn. And he will punch them in the face twice to try to knock them out. 19 to hit? Yes. That does five damage. Okay. 13 to hit. Oh, wait, they're bound and they're... You have advantage. Yes. 13 to hit? Yes. And that's another um, That's another five damage. That is the number. Perix. Perix, pretty pissed that that didn't work, goes, fuck this, and still casts the Firebolt, because his bonuses probably made it awesome at disadvantage. Yeah, a 22. Yes. And the assailant on top of him will receive 12 points of fire damage launched at point-blank range from both of his hands. Like a stunt catapult gone wrong, you unload a great deal of pressure and hot air into the chest of this assailant, launching them across to the squishy walls of the Zonnet, and they collapse, wheezing, and then dead on the ground in front of you. Saloran. Your enemy will attempt once again to get out of your magic rope. And will roll... A nat 20. <laughs> In a freakish contortion, your enemy pops a couple joints and sloughs off the rope before standing to confront you. And then you see them simply reach under their cloak. You hear a pop and a black trail of smoke oozes up to the sky before they collapse in front of you. You guys are no longer in combat. The car goes back to sleep. Uh, Xenia will investigate the body. Four and eleven. What is everybody else doing? Uh, I'll investigate the body as well. Four and eleven. Perix is ripping off the face covering of the, of the creature to see who it is who has assailed him. You tear off the mask. You have no idea who this is. What am I looking at? A nondescript human. Great. Perix will then investigate the body. 18. Lord Zetch stoops to search the body of this thing that decided to attack him in the night. He rolls a 17 for investigation. Okay. Saloran, your prey 
has done their own selves in rather than talk to you. Saloran sighs, suspecting some demure fuckery, gets his rope and says, bind, once more to the corpse, and then attempts to cast Revivify. Can you please read the wording of Revivify? You touch a creature that has died within the last minute. That creature returns to life with one hit point. The spell can't return to life a creature that has died of old age, nor can it restore any missing body parts. Unfortunately, the key word there is restore missing body parts, as you realize what you are attempting to reincarnate is an empty husk. Oh, you were not there during season one. He was not? Yeah. You uh, you attempt to uh, revive this creature, and you immediately can tell that there is basically nothing inside of its chest cavity. No, no organs exist for... Um, involuntary and vital function. He will then wait for his staff to come to him, and he will tell a syndic under his command, assemble my companions, if you would. Is there a reason you're the only person who is not going to investigate the body? He will investigate the body, (laughs) if you want me to. (laughs) 18. Deep Within the folds of the cloak of each of your assailants, you find a sealed letter. Sealed with wax? Yes. Xenia opens it. Same here? Yeah. Also, yes. What you find is a very curious invitation. To the heroes of Ravnica, you are hereby cordially invited to a party in your honor. There is an address printed at the bottom. Not handwritten, printed. Fancy dress is requested. Any signature? No. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. I would say, f- uh, David, give me a history check, just because you're in the oars off. 11. Mm, kind of. You don't have it memorized. Perix looks down at his Simic robes and thinks, This is my fancy robe, and prepares to go find out what the hell address this is. At 3 a.m.? Yep. Awesome. Perix doesn't sleep on a normal schedule. Xenia already dresses pretty flamboyantly, and so she's very excited about the opportunity to put on her fancy clothes. Um, So she removes her thunder jacket that has these little breasts lightning buttons that she's just so proud of. And she takes out her very brightly colored blue and red tuxedo and bow tie with gorgeous lightning brass buttons all down the front and slicks back her zero hair and says, Antonio, go back to sleep. I won't be needing you anymore. (laughs) Beep boop bop. I thought this was going to be like, Call me a cab. <laughs> That's what I wanted, but I couldn't find it. Shall we dance? Antonio retreats back into an effigy and unfortunately is not usable again for 24 hours. Is there a date and time as to when this party will be? No. Okay. Given the prudency of the invitation, <laughs> you can suspect that if one does not respond, a second mailer will be sent post haste. So Lauren just thinks, well, 
I hope Lolzash got my package. In concerns to the formal wear. And then gets his staff to start putting on his ornamental armor. Great callback. Nice. Um, it is it is clear that this invitation addresses all of you. Heroes plural, not just you. I think Vakara, in all of her travels and visiting her friends, did actually get something dressy for like Boros balls and stuff like that. Um, so she'll put on her fanciest dress. Lorzach reads his invitation with a wry smirk on his lips, not having correctly gauged the sense of humor of who he suspects could be his host, and realizes, I have nothing to wear. And he drapes over his shoulders a ceremonial cloth of a crawled death priest and fashions for himself an elaborate mask made from the mandibles of several extremely unpleasant things that you may or may not have encountered in the Undercity. As his armor has long since bonded to his skin, he feels prepared for any other party favors the host might send his way and steps out into the night. And now, a quick word from one of our sponsors. You know, folks, blank walls can be pretty boring. So why not spruce up your home or office by heading over to ukiyopop.com. They have a collection of traditional Japanese prints inspired by today's comics, games, and movies. The gallery is viewable online for free, and prints are available for purchase. So head over to ukiyopop.com. That's U-K-I-Y-O-P-O-P.com. Tradition in a modern method. And now, back to the party. Late in the night with the moon shining bright, you guys march your way wandering through the streets of Ravnica, trying to ascertain where exactly this address might be. And as you continue to progress for Xenia and Fikara, that distance is quite short. For Perix and Lorzach, it's a heck of a slog. And for Saloran, it's medium. Just right. And it doesn't take very much long in your walk to realize that you are heading straight back to the mansion district of Ovizia. And as you all become curiouser and curiouser, you happen to encounter each other outside the mansion of one Cyril Montjoy. Motherfucker. Mind your language when we go inside. That's why I got it out now. I thought this was going to be a fun party. Oh, it's going to be fun, Xenia. We'll be there. There is no light on inside. Uh, Lorzach will approach the door and knock, brandishing his invitation in an empty hand. There is no response. Specifically, his large elf butler does not come to the door. Is the door locked? No. Oh. Disappointed that Picara doesn't get to kick in the door. She simply uses the doorknob. Kicking the door would probably wake up the entirety of the rich neighborhood. Right, right. But still, disappointed she doesn't get to kick the door in. Picara will open the door. 
Xenia conjures a miniature Frank, hoping to not alert too many people to the presence, but still wanting his light. As you all step inside, the minuscule light of Frank casts strange shadows as you can see what appears to be numerous items scattered all over the foyer. Difficult to see entirely what they are at the moment. Even with dark vision? Uh, With dark vision, you can see what appears to be uh, an insane amount of decorations, although their precise nature is difficult without color. Sure. I'd like to roll a perception check to see if there's anyone in this giant room. Do you have dark vision? No. You see nothing. Yay. Perix calls out, Hello, it is late. We got your invitation. You hear this sound. It's Antonio. You follow me. <laughs> the villain all along. This party sucks. It's not good. This whole time she's just outraged. She was really excited. Uh, no, it does not. It does not sound like the giggle of Antonio. With no one here, Lorzech is starting to feel a little sheepish about this elaborate mask. Oh, did he? <laughs> um, with his superior dark vision, Lorzech will survey his surroundings and roll perception. For a 15. Directly up the front of the stairs, there appears to be somebody who looks like they're hiding. Peric steps into the entranceway, into the hallway. He feels all right with his dark vision that he can protect himself. If you're going to pop out and say surprise, I must caution you, this one has rather a weak heart. Salorn points to himself while looking at Fakar and Zenya, as if going, did he mean me? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he did. <laughs> Your party sucks, man. <laughs> <laughs> no response. Perix turns to Fakara and motions with a little hands that look like feet clicking heels together and says, would you please retrieve our host? Certainly. Click my heels and go towards the noise. You're you're going to get the, the person who seems to be hiding behind a pillar on the stairs? Yes, please. As you approach the base of the stairs, failing to check for traps... You hear a click, and then suddenly the entire room begins lighting up like Roman candles. As pyrotechnic torches ripple down the walkway, and you can see an assortment of streamers and banners and flowers as like a Rube Goldberg machine. These things begin to illuminate and a big giant banner unfurls that it says, Welcome, Heroes of Ravnica. And confetti starts firing everywhere. Yay! And there's like a sound effect that's been planted for everybody to cheer. And then you hear even louder. That sounds like a fuse. Or a balloon. You know, with the air coming out. And then you see the body at the top of the stairs just... Oh. Slump over to the side. Uh, 
get out? Who? <laughs> it's gonna blow? <laughs> I don't think it's gonna blow. No, I, I think it's Seems just unlikely. the hissing gas of yet another Demir agent proxy killer thing just deflating. They got us inside, now what? I didn't realize the Demir had uh, such an elaborate sense of humor. It's derivative of the Ractos, if you ask me. Xenia is so excited now. She was like, what an elaborate surprise. It was so boring. Now there's confetti and there's lights. So she's in her element. Perix will, uh, carefully, minding his feet for traps, ascend the stairs to examine the slumped over body of whatever the hell was up there. You see a slumped over body. Uh, can I investigate the body? It's a rather heavy set person. Um, I need some precise details about how you intend to inspect the body. Uh, well, given that we already set off one trap, Perix isn't gonna roll over the body because that seems unsafe, but Perix will take the time to kind of go over, uh, are they wearing a dark cloak like what we had before? With no, the- they seem to be wearing a very nice suit. Oh, so Perix will, you know, carefully go over looking for traps in the pocket, but also seeing what, what's going on on this body so that he can make sure he can roll it over to see who it is. On the top half, you feel, um, as as you search sort of on, obviously you can't search the underside because yep. they're heavy set. Mm, doesn't feel like anything trapped or triggered on the body as is. Perix will relay this information back down the stairs and say, should I roll it? Flip him over and check already. Perix flips over the body. As you flip him over, you realize that he was laying on a pressure plate designed to go off when he was inspected. You will take 10 fire damage as the body explodes, damaging both you and Fakara based on proximity. As you reel from a trigger trap explosion, And just as the last minute, you recognize that the body of Cyril Montroy was rigged to explode in his own house. And as that crippling ring that happens after a large explosion disorients you and the cloud begins to settle, you hear what sounds to be a large number of Boro soldiers rushing to the mansion. They come bursting inside encounter all of this and demand that you all surrender yourselves because you're under arrest. Uh, looking at the situation, Perix's very analytical mind very quickly goes, we've been set up and this can't go well because no one knows who we are. (laughs) And, uh, thinks we should run. Unfortunately, the banner that says, welcome heroes of Ravnica has disintegrated under a fiery blast. I'm so glad you got here. It was four on one, and I don't think I could have been... (laughs) It was four on one, and I don't think I could have taken them. Up until this point, Xenia has been applauding. There was an explosion. She still thought this was a party. But when Fukar says that, she turns to her and says, What the fuck? (laughs) Shh, just go with it. Precisely. What the fuck? Just go. Parrots books it on the second floor. Listen Perform- to the week, Performance check. <laughs> <laughs> Parrots is out. She did roll really well. <laughs> That's a 26. Oh my god. <laughs> um. Uh. <laughs> 
<laughs> they scream. The intruders are assaulting an officer. Get them. Herrick's runs on the second floor. Out. Whatever door he sees, he's going through it. Saloran runs as well. And yells back, let's go. <laughs> Zedia follows. Zedia follows. You can't babysit anymore. <laughs> also, someone hit the cow. <laughs> <clears throat> And as Lorzach flies up the stairs, locks eyes with Fakar briefly and says, I was wrong to trust you. Fakar, what, what are you doing? You hanging with you guys? No, I'm going to say, these aren't the actual assailants. I don't know why you've been called here. These Boros soldiers are running up to chase the criminals who have just not only uh, trespassed onto the mansion of Cyril Montroy, but apparently just blew him up. Wait, 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 wait! They are not waiting. <sighs> what do you have? You have something on you right now. Sun Sure. <laughs> 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 Don't throw that. Don't throw that. The... You just received something very important. <gasps> oh, we were invited. We were invited. We all have invitations Nobody here. Nobody is waiting to listen to you. There Quiet. are criminals who are fleeing the scene. <sighs> Get them, men! They're all past you now. At this point, Xenia assumes that this is a party that Fakara has thrown yeah. for them and turns to yell over his shoulder, Your party suck, Fakara! Parix is running. Performance. Nine. They roll a three. <laughs> the two in the back stop and turn around and go, this was your party? Perix <laughs> oh, is running for a window. <laughs> there are there are many windows. Perix is going, uh, are they like stained glass or can I see through them? Uh, no, they're not stained glass. They're like big mansion-y windows. I would like to jump through a window for the grounds below. You now have two Boros soldiers who have come down to question you, Fakara, and looks like they're not going to be happy about it. Give me an acrobatics check. Thank you. That's much better than a strength check. 16. I think you make it. Great. Smash. Goes through like a cannonball. Lands on the ground on the far side, starts booking it, yelling, follow me. I don't know where I'm going. <laughs> Saloran jumps. Saloran sees this frog doing what frogs do and jumps, holding his shield out in front of him to hopefully absorb some of the impact. Okay. Oh, acrobatics. <laughs> 21. Oh, yes. Like the Guardian, you smash through a window. That's a very obscure DC Comics reference. Party bit. people at home, go enjoy the Guardian. Shout out to the Guardian. <laughs> <laughs> Who I don't believe ever had his own solo comic. Like the Guardian, you smash through the window, landing safely on the other side. I mean, Xenia just follows suit, keeping her fingers crossed, and yells out, If somebody thinks to catch me, I would appreciate it. So Lauren will. Oh. <laughs> Cause she got a seven. Saloran, so strength check. Fourteen. You think you've got it, but she's heavier than she looks. She's got a storm cloud on and her. And you back. will both take seven bludgeoning damages. You collide into each other. <laughs> two, <laughs> two stories down. Bonk heads. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Lorzach disappears. And a small bird flies overhead. <laughs> <laughs> Legit. Um 
As the Boros soldiers rush to the edge of the window, they realize, fuck, we're in full sentinel gear and will not be making that jump. And so they turn around and eight Boros soldiers descend the stairs to arrest you, Fakara Ordru. Someone is posing as a Boros officer here. I am a Boros officer. I'm a master sergeant. Tajik gave me my commission. You get attacked for eight damage as they begin stabbing you with pole arms. All right, all right, okay, all right. Can't talk your way out of this one, Fakaro. But you do have double movement speed. But also, if I run... What, admission of guilt? You already sold us out. (laughs) No, no! They're on me now, and they're not chasing you. That was the whole point of it. (laughs) That's fake. This was my plan. That's actually... You specifically said, don't chase me, go for them. <laughs> that literally Out just loud. happened. Within 30 seconds of this, of this moment. You take another seven piercing damage as a polearm stabs you in the side. <laughs> run. This is ridiculous. And I just run out of the door. Bunch of dexterity check as you try to get away. That's going to be a 20. You are too fast for them because you have boots that I accidentally gave you many, many, many moons ago. <laughs> Let's get some constitution saving throws. Plus five if you're near me. Who is near him? Everyone except for Karin. Cool. Oh, ow. Crit fail plus five, so six. Ooh. What's your modifier? Uh, nothing. Oh. Constitution. <laughs> Uh, 25. 13. 22. Oh, wait. She's being carried. Yes. Give me a strength check. <laughs> still carrying her. You put it down. <laughs> 21. All right. You are not exhausted because you're getting aided. Yeah. Did you roll? 25. All right. You guys are not exhausted on your escape. You may place yourselves. I think you make it far enough away from the mansion, but you're still relatively around Ovizia. Should we go to the Demia safe house? Oh, that's not a bad idea. I don't want to lead them to my home. Smart. We should not go back to the Zonid. It's far. As a bird, Lord Zetch just <laughs> tweets. <laughs> Salorn is, characters. Salorn is very confused why this bird is following them and swats at it. And parents will go, how long have you traveled with us? He turns also, into things. Also, okay, DM math. How tall are you? Roughly 6'1", because we're all the same height. Yeah. <laughs> Can I retcon that to be 5'10"? Uh, basketball rules state that your uh, outstretched arm reach is roughly the same as your height, which means you can probably reach three feet in the air. Lorzach, can you fly a minimum of 10 feet off the ground? Yep. You can't hit him. Uh, Demir's safe house sounds like a good place to regroup and hide from Boros soldiers. Let's yeah. go. You guys make your way back down into Bane Alley, but it is in the middle of the night, and the shop is closed. Right. Shall we commit B&E? Yeah. Weird coming from you, but yeah. Um, it's called the Orzov Syndicate. Um, do I meet up with you guys or no? I'm assuming you have gathered together. We've okay. we've spent the last few minutes berating you heavily. I panicked, okay? Yes. I panicked! It was yes. the wrong kind of panic, but very, I panicked. It's very becoming of a Boros officer. You took on Merit Lage and then threw us under the damn bus for Boros? Lord Zatch chirps. <laughs> 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 it 
If you on want. the awning of the bakery. <laughs> and suddenly something plops on Fakara's armor. Uh, oh. <laughs> Look, you did that to yourself. You just narrated me shitting on your shoulders. <laughs> so Lauren points to the door of the bakery and says, all right, prove it. <sighs> gotcha. I kicked down the door. Do it. Um, well, I, I was just going to say, before we kick anything in Bain Street in the middle of the night, can I try sleight of hand to see if I can open it and unlock it? Uh, Lorzach chirps. <laughs> <laughs> can you do that if you don't have thieves tools? God, this is my second crit, fa- crit fail. I have sleight of hand. I don't know why. Uh, second crit fail, but plus seven, I have an eight. Um, we've been deciding that she, because she's is it, oh, that she has the ability to tinker, so she's not sure. necessarily picking. She might just take it apart. Yeah, Got it. Ned, stop questioning me. However, uh, oh, this this is the entrance to a Demir safe house. Mm-mm. Nope. Well, can I kick it now? What's the bird say? Perix. Perix casts sending to send a message to Lazov. It says, what's the code for the door in Bain Alley? You get no response. And then finishes his 25, but damn you. <laughs> you, you. Okay. That sending probably doesn't even work. You probably go, uh, where is he? Who? Who? Yeah, if you even remember him. It's tr- That's fair. Chirp. Kick. But it's a 19. As you kick open the door and go rushing inside, you are dead on certain that you're exactly where you're supposed to be, except inside is no longer a bakery. It is now a cobbler's. There is no oven. There's no entrance in the back. Just a bunch of shoes in need of repair. How could you break into an innocent cobbler's shop for Cora or Droon? Crimes are stacking up. Are you really Fakara, or is that even your real name? But for real, where do we go now? Uh, Perix will examine the invitation again to see if there's any telltale marks of another place we're supposed to go. Maybe a, a hidden note if you put a burner under it in lemon juice. Yeah, what's the seal look like? Just a blank wax seal. Color? Red. No markings on the seal, just a perfect flat circle. Um, well, you were in that place for a very brief period of time. Zero Montrose Mansion in Novizia? Yep. You were there for a very brief period of time. You saw some stuff. Decorations? Um, Lures Edge chirps. Your, your Rakdos comment is interesting. Mm. Where they get pyrotechnics. <sighs> is there a sign... For this um, cobbler's? No. Okay. What you are beginning to gather is that um, this has probably been changed specifically because you guys were there and now know where it is. So Mm -hmm. the Demir are continuing to shift. Lazov's not going to give you free access to a safe house. That place probably doesn't exist anymore either. Um, We know that there was a big banner. We know that there were a bunch of fireworks. We know that there were a bunch of flowers. Someone's got to supply all this stuff. So who do we know that sells fireworks? What about a murder circus? Murder circuses do not sell fireworks. Oh. They murder circuses. 
You heard me. Wow, I never put that together. <laughs> uh, do we know anyone who sells fireworks? I mean, probably not personally. Sure. Since at no point in the campaign have we ever met a fireworks seller. Yeah. I mean, is Chemist. it love explosions? Then so do the Rakdos. Good point. I mean, should we... I mean, we could always... Uh, he's not our friend, though, that crazy pants no. on Empty Cup Row. That no. guy's probably locked up, too. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. If he's even still alive anymore. Oh, yeah. We do know someone who works with explosives professionally. Widget! I think if uh, you can get in touch with him, he might be able to point us in the direction of someone who, you know, does, like, non-lethal uh, cosmetic ordinance, if that's a thing. <laughs> he is retired, Probably the kind of things he does to amuse himself now. Anyone know where he lives? I 100% will admit on Mike, did not expect you to go there. But here we are. <laughs> uh. This was not an elaborate ruse to go talk to Widget. Not where I thought you were going to go, but this is the direction we're going. Here we go. I love Widget. Uh, does anyone know where he lives now? Has anyone kept track of Widget? These things are researchable. There is a yellow book. Can Oh my God, can we... S- also, or the Orzov have access to, like, every address in Ravnica. I've been sending him presents as a mea culpa for trying to kill him. Huh. My staff would have his address. That's awfully big of you. Um, you guys are going to need to wait at least until the morning so you can take a short rest if you would like. Mm. Thanks. While we rest, Xenia is like, look, Fakara, I appreciate that you tried, but when you throw a party, you need things like snacks. You need things like not armies. So next time, we'll throw the party together. You know what I mean? Okay. So to recap, we know that someone is able to use Demir operatives, at least in a limited capacity, to invite us to the mansion of Cyril Montjoy, now deceased, rig a whole bunch of pressure-sensitive explosives in the area, commission a florist, a sign printer of some sort, and they had to print the text on these invitations. There's a print shop, at least one, at least one florist, and someone who makes fireworks involved. They might know more. Fikara, yeah, go ahead and ask a question. Um, Can we reset our hit points during this rest? Like you can fully? Take, take some hit dice. You can take hit dice. Okay. I just took three hit dice and happily got exactly my help needed back. You guys are currently huddled up in an alley somewhere. Hmm. Um, what do we suspect would be a good role for comprehending one's profession? Uh, that feels like... Investigation. Investigation or history if you're good of knowledge with that, like, of that profession? Either way, intelligence, yeah? Yeah. Okay. Fakara or Drun? Yes. I will allow you to make any intelligence check with advantage you would like. Okay. As Ned rolls his eyes and puts his face in his hands. Yeah, this is not my strength. (laughs) History, investigation, anything, just a flat investigation check, anything to try and have smarts. With advantage. Okay, with advantage. And a plus five. This is not a saving throw. Not a saving throw. (laughs) Just wanted to check. Oh, it's an eight. Hmm. 
Unfortunately, it was all too fast, and there was just no further information you can remember about what was going on there. Everything seemed normal to you. Things explode, the boroughs show up. Yeah, that was a crazy fast response time, huh? Mm-hmm. Hmm. That was. They, they got tipped off. They huh? did. We got played. <laughs> Sorry, that delivery was just good to me. <laughs> that was really- the question play. now is by who? Do you think no. it was Frankie Peanuts? No. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think they're watching us right now? Most definitely. Um, chirp. <laughs> yeah, chirp. <laughs> no, he's, he's, he's no longer a bird. Um, he did, however, recover one use of wild shape for the folks at home. Yay. So which avenue of investigation do we want to pursue first? We know that we have a few uh, outside parties that would have been involved setting up the party. Um, what do we know? I mean, I think if there's one if there's one person we know we can talk to about potentially learning some information, we should start with that person. I think uh, I think we're gonna bid Widget a good morning. On the next Encounter Party, someone has it out for our heroes and seems determined to ruin their good name. But who even knows about them in the first place? Perhaps an old goblin friend can provide some help. Next time on Encounter Party. Encounter Party is produced by Play Plus One and Charging Moose Media based on the worlds of Dungeons & Dragons and Magic the Gathering, created by Wizards of the Coast. Original campaign written by Brian David Judkins. Sound capture and original effects by Will Malones. Edits and mixing by Ned Donovan and Katie Brow. Theme song and additional music by Alexander Nakarada of Serpent Sound Studios. Additional music by Kevin McLeod of Incompetech. Special thanks to Megan Judkins and Will Malones. Attention party people! This is Fakar Ordrun of the Boros Legion here to remind you to do your duty for the encounter party. Subscribe on your favorite podcast platform, rate and review. Check out our Twitter and Instagram. Join us on our Facebook group to interact with all of our characters. And for news and updates, check out EncounterParty.com.